Welcome and thanks for listening. My name is Christian Buckley and you're listening to the Collab Talk podcast. In this episode, I'm talking with Sherry Oswald, a consultant trainer and the founder of Power Up Learning on the topic of productivity training, what works, what training seems to stick, and the trends she sees in productivity technology. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Collab Talk podcast, where we discuss the convergence of technology, business productivity, and collaboration culture. My guest today is Sherry Oswald. Hello, Sherry. Hi, Christian. How are you today? Uh, very well. Uh, and, uh, Sherry is a longtime MCT, Microsoft Certified Trainer, and the founder of Power Up Learning. And she also is, I, I think we first kind of introduced because we're in this products productivity space sharing tips and best practices and and we all just kind of like who else is doing this kind of stuff and get to be friends yeah the ones that i watch i'm like i want to be him when i grow up <laughs> yeah, well, i i i well my wife asked me when are you going to grow up so uh yeah <laughs> i'm not not the best example there well welcome sherry and, and we're going to talk today about productivity I, as part of that first Tell us a little bit more about what you do, what you focus on, and then talk about your weekly series that you do as well. Thank you. Um, Sherry Oswald, I'm a Microsoft Certified Trainer, Microsoft Office Specialist Master, which is a big mouthful of lots of letters, but we, uh, my focus is productivity. I want people to be empowered by their technology, not intimidated by their technology. So I really focus on tips and tricks and the things from the trenches that most people um, don't know about and hopefully make their day a little bit easier and make their job easier. So I always say it's my job to make your job easier, I guess is the best way to put that. But I do um, a tip Tuesday, every Tuesday, I have a different tip in Microsoft productivity. And I also do monthly webinars that I call Waffle Wednesday, as you might tell, I, I like alliteration. So shortcut yeah. cherry, <laughs> tip I Tuesday. Yeah, that's what you, uh, you know, Tom and I did for years, which we did the alliteration around our webinar series, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the battles where we went productivity tip head to head showcases. So anyway, I love like, those. like mayhem in Minneapolis, that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Now really focusing on the people side of change, making sure that people are empowered by their technology. Well, I love this this topic besides the fact that, you know, and I was just thinking and Tom and I have been talking about doing another webinar and it's kind of starting that series up again. It's just uh, like as we were talking before we started recording, it's just a matter of time and availability as I gear up for get ready for three weeks on the road home every weekend, but just Redmond, then Denver, then uh, visiting you and then uh, in Vegas. So lots going on. But I, I, I do want to talk about kind of what's changing in the productivity space. Let me talk first about it. Like when you go in and you work with clients, cause you're on the road a lot doing training and you're going in and training on specific tools and workloads. How much is that focus around specifically, you know, productivity and what, I mean, how do you teach productivity to organizations where you have a lot of people that are accustomed to using SharePoint and Microsoft Teams and and, and OneDrive and uh, the other tools there. Um, I think we're both getting the same notifications on our system for our <laughs> next, we're on the next call uh, for an event together. Um, but 
what what is the most effective the way that you train around productivity? Uh, I focus on their problem. My my joke, I say, what's your problem? But it's not like, what's your problem? It's, what's your problem? Let's fix what is painful in your business processes. And we could focus on a tool. I can teach you Word. I can teach you Excel. I can teach you OneNote. But if it doesn't solve your problem, then that's a waste of your time and energy. So that being more productive means you're more effective in what you are doing on a daily basis and using the right tool for the job. So sometimes identifying which is the right tool is the biggest hurdle we have to figure out. Well, it's, it's it, when you're talking about the Microsoft Office suite or now the Microsoft 365 suite, whatever, um, but with with all the things within this, is everybody believes they have an understanding of what it can and what can't do. One of the things that I love about doing productivity tips presentations is we might have 20 tips in this PowerPoint presentation that we cover in an hour, which is pretty quick, you know, the pace to go through yeah. a 20. Usually it's more like 10, 10 to 12, um, so that you can kind of demo them and talk about them. But anyway, you go through that list, even a list of 10 productivity tips, and people will sit there and you can see on their faces that there's like, I've seen this, I've heard about, yeah, yeah, I've done this, or that doesn't impact my job. And then suddenly on the fifth or sixth one, they're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that you could do that with Teams. I have no idea that you could do that with Windows. And I didn't know about that feature. And it's like, and we have people all the time that is like, like yeah. that, that just changed my life you know <laughs> i had that with a a developer recently he's an mvp and i was working with his daughter and his daughter went back and said dad did you know about window v and he's like what window v it's collect and paste you turn on your clipboard and you instead of doing copy paste copy paste you do copy 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 and paste 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 because it collects all the things and what a huge time saver that is and he he comes back to me he goes where have you been my whole life and he and this is a man that i i highly respect and he is a brilliant in his space and i taught him something new yeah. changed you know and he's like where have you been my whole life this changed my whole day and i i love that you know well the, it, it goes back to understanding like what what are your struggles like somebody was talking about um just all the clutter on their desktop and jumping between things. And I said, well, I, so I know I, I, I have multiple monitors and I have things spread out across those, but it's like, it's one of the reasons why I'm uh, slow to move away from Windows 10 because of one feature, which is the, uh, the, the Windows arrow, which allows you to then split up your screen and 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 organizes everything, shuts down. It, it picks the one application that I'm working in. If I'm working in, uh, if I'm writing something in Word and it moves it to the left side with the Windows key left button, it'll move it to the left side. And then it'll display everything else that's open on my system, all every browser, every product, every app that's open and say, what's the other one that you wanna divide your screen by? And then you s click on it and it fills it to the right side of the screen. And if you grab the divider in between them, you can slide it and size your the 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 screen. Like that's an example of where I, you know, I just remember this conversation. I don't remember which city it was, but I mean this was like two years ago. Um and, and somebody had, you know, how long has Windows 10 been out there? And they had no idea that it did that. Or the timeline feature, which is uh, uh you know on everybody's 
uh, the icon for it right down by the search bar um, on the left bottom left side of Windows 10. Again, it's not available in Windows 11 for some bizarre reason. You're killing me right now. You're killing me. Uh, and I've also heard that Windows V doesn't work for passwords uh, um, in Windows 11 too. And that kills me. These don't take away my toys. Don't yeah. mess with my system. Like <laughs> Windows Windows 10 is going to be like Windows 7 where people will reluctant they'll they'll still use it past its support dates because it's just it's not quite there for 11. I've got machines with both folks but they but that's an bring it back then. They just give us our yeah, toys back I know. and then we'll move. It's fine. But that's it that's a great example of having conversations with people uh and figuring out and then tailoring the different productivity solutions so that right. it fits their their need yeah and asking them you know uh, tell show me how you work you know it's got to be about them it can't be about yeah. what i think is cool like you said i've done the same thing where you've done presentations everybody's like yeah been there seen that done that bought the t-shirt right but then there's that one little nugget that changes their whole world i had i was at a developer conference and i was showing them um one note my whole session was like how to survive this in every conference using OneNote. These are developers. And he goes, and within 10 minutes, this guy stands up and goes, excuse me, I just have to interrupt you. He goes, you just paid for my whole conference. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. I'm on a dev conference. Right? There's no code anything in anything I do, right? I don't like to code. Speak in letters and I tune out. But these, you know, everybody can learn something and be more yeah. productive from somebody yeah. else. But I, yeah, and so I've even thought about this tonight and I did this for my, my last company. I said, there's so many of these, um, so many solutions by workload. I said, look, I've got enough. I could do like a, I think the, the, the final version of the ebook that I did for them had 40 of my favorite Microsoft teams, productivity tips. And I created an ebook that explains, walks through every single one of them, hey, here's what you can do, here's why you want this, and, and to go and do it. it you know, people just seem to really absorb that content. Again, it's not, you can flip through and flip through, but like seen it, seen it, seen it, oh, what is that? But the key word that you use there is why. Why would I use this? I can show yeah. you the tools. And so when my adoption playbook basically is, um, what do you have? So you need to know what's in the stack why you would use certain tools. And then the next step is the how. If you don't give them the the what and the why, then they are, you can give them the how all day long and it won't make any difference to them. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it uh, plus if you're writing a blog post, you you kind of need to explain the the why as well. It's It yeah. generally makes for good content to do that. But, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have to take this call? <laughs> that was, yeah. Yeah. Not, well, that was my my teams and my phone too many connected devices right we have all the screens we have all the devices well so one of the things that sherry i really wanted to get your thoughts on because we've really not talked about productivity we've talked like a dozen times but not about this topic with all the most recent announcements with the loop app finally coming out after what was it two and a half years we all waited for that with this is loop components i think two years is it fall of 2021 so a year and a half anyway um, but then we had, uh, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, it I'm makes for good for, makes for good podcast for good audio. Yeah. 
I can run upstairs and grab some cheese and come back and snack. Know, like, like, no. Yeah. Well, and I have my phone muted. That's what the frustrating thing is. Like uh, I have everything muted, but, but it's all interconnected. So it finds yeah. it a way to, to make sounds. Well, so, so we had the loop app that was announced um, that's out there in preview. And then you have all the major announcements around copilot and the world just seems to suddenly especially within the Microsoft ecosystem, just be insane, crazy with OpenAI, ChatGPT, and chatbots in general. And But with Microsoft's announcements across the board, incorporating AI as co-pilot into just about every workload, like what what's gonna happen with productivity? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and you know, I was starting to watch some of the preview trailers of Copilot and I'm like, this is all fascinating to me. And it takes the it takes it to a different level. We've got to be really careful because you don't want to represent work that was generated as your own. Mm. I think that that's a big one. But sometimes I don't I don't know about you. I write blogs and I get kind of a little writer's block. And so I just need an inspiration. I'm never gonna take yeah. somebody else's words and present them as my own, but it's like how would you phrase this? And I think that's helpful or having it do a roll-up search across like uh, the one I saw was like prepare me for my meeting. Yeah. Myself, I would have to go through all of my emails and all of the interactions that I might have had in teams and try to figure out and get into the headspace for that meeting, what are all the things we might want to, when you're trying to come up with an agenda, which I don't know about you, my productive meetings are the ones where we have an actual agenda and we don't yeah. just all get together and talk. So if we can generate that from the work that's already been done and automatically, and somebody just kind of says, here's everything you should talk about during this meeting. Thank you. That's yeah. great. We just, you know, the, where I'm a little concerned about that is people are going to, you know, take it and, um, and not do the work anymore. We're getting lazy and not doing the thinking for ourselves. Well, that that's where we eventually find ourselves in the world of the uh, as the movie Idiocracy, where we forget how to do all the things because the technology does it for us, and then yeah. we won't be able to repair the technology. Right. Well, and yeah, and Skynet takes over, but right. uh, just like Wally. Did you ever watch the movie Wally? Of course. Yes. That's the movie that I keep thinking of. You know, when, know. when we've been in pandemic mode and everybody's plugged into their computer all day long, I'm like sitting back in loungers, to... <laughs> jet powered lounge, Barker yeah. lounge. Yeah. Right. And they're, I, and they're, uh, you know, the just IV fed because we don't even worry about. <laughs> it's not yeah. IV fed. I mean, that's crazy talk. It was milkshakes. <laughs> milkshakes that's right constant milkshakes yeah yeah i mean i haven't gone that far yet i do i still do get my groceries delivered because it saves me time i you know yeah i can do shopping or 10 bucks and somebody sends it to me i could not do this the milkshakes all that yeah if you need the roughage otherwise you'll you'll pay for it uh, later (laughs) if you know what i mean no i mean look there's there's really cool things i mean like we've had we had a taste of it previously like with the Previously, the Cortana uh, summary emails, uh, and now there's the, uh, the the Viva Insights emails, and helping that to become even more intelligent to look at. I mean, I, so most of the time I look at those emails, and like there's nothing. I caught everything, but I still look at that, and I'm happy just to delete it to find the one once every other week where oh, I completely forgot about that request, yeah. and. And yes, that should be a task. 
and then I'll create the task for that or the reminder or or set up some time to go do that thing. So I love that. If I have that capability, and this goes back, I've talked about this a few times on the show, uh, a few years back that Microsoft did their future of meetings demonstration. It was at Build, I believe, Build or Inspire. I think it was Build. Um, but they had like a, a, a fake little conference room on the stage and had people dialing in and, and all this kind of stuff. But one of the coolest things was, as you pointed out, before you go to the meeting, it prompts you knowing when your free time is in your schedule and says, hey, you need to review this before. Or Here's tasks that you need to complete before this next meeting. So it prompts you knowing your schedule and your availability to go and do those things. It then helps facilitate during the meeting with the the with the list of the things that need to be covered and all of that. And then afterwards understands the the tasks that came out of that and allows you to even go back and say that was discussed and that task point you back to the transcript of the conversation or the timestamp in the video. Uh, what was recorded in the meeting so you can go get the proper context to the request that you were assigned to. Um, if you're not there, even better to get that, oh, a task was assigned. Here's what I need to know to know what to go and do. I mean, that's amazing. Well, and even one of them, they're like, they showed up late to a meeting. I don't know about you, but I don't often, I don't always transition from one meeting to the next because like you, I'm in multiple accounts. It's all I one log meeting. In, I got a lockout, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and I so I don't get a roll-up view of anything because I have too many logins, TML disease, right? Um, and the being able to just go back and say, well, I was late to the meeting. What happened before I got here is helpful too, right? Yeah. So yep. I, I, I think I, any of that is helpful. I I love those capabilities. I'm excited to see where it goes with that. I know that there's a. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if we're if we're able to go in and make it as a simple like I love the idea of I, I just received a financial spreadsheet um, um, with all of the, the the quarterly numbers. And instead of digging through that and building out a Power BI dashboard to try and uh, consume this complex information, I can say, you know, uh, you know hey, uh, uh, can you you know, what what are the three trends that I need to pay attention to from this data? Or what is the outlook based on the current pipeline of our sales outlook for the month of May and the month of June? And it could go in and look at all that complex data and and, and provide those quick responses back. I mean, I it, it, we're getting to the Star Trek version of the future with, you know, talking to the microphone like, hello, computer, can you please tell me you know, and give you that complex data where it's not just reporting back. It's not just telling you the weather. It's actually looking at and saying, well, you know, based on my my outfits and my my history with um, being too warm or too cold, you know, what should I wear outside based on the weather patterns for this week? What should I appropriately, you know, pack and give you a much more complex answer? That's probably a bad example of what I'm wearing, but no. you, you know what I'm talking about. But it comes back to that thing is like being spoon fed and thinking for yourself too, right? Yeah. So productivity part of that is is making good decisions and prioritizing, but it's not always the best when people hand you things. So no, no, but I'm 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 okay with a bit more spoon feeding <laughs> for for a while now. Um, 
So it is, but you're right. You have to then make it your own. I that, I love the phrasing. This goes back to my my experience back in the late 90s of building out decision support systems. It's not about there's gathering intention uh, 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 information. There's compiling data. There's uh, you know putting that together. Uh, uh, so that you are able to consume complex data that's coming in, you still then have to read that and make a human decision. It can make recommendations, but then you still have to take actions on that. You can't live your life being managed by a spreadsheet because it will often forget the human aspects of that. Yeah. And um, just keeping that in mind as we move forward, you know, people have to remember that, data is data it's the interpretation the interpretation of the data is where the the power is right yep you feed me all the data you want but i i do kind of like the whole you know hey sherry you forgot to attachment on this email or you told so and so that yeah. you were going to follow up with them in a couple of days and you haven't done that um i, I like those reminders because like you, we were talking about before we started recording that i've got too many screens too many windows too many logins too many you know, too many balls in the air and yeah. trying to keep keep them all straight. You know, I need something to help me. And I don't have a Radar O'Reilly sitting in my office behind me. You know, I don't have that assistant that it, um, assumes or anticipates things for me. I have to yep. do it myself, so. That's right. Well, pretty soon, I mean, instead of going and hiring that that assistant to help, you know, you, there will be services out there where it will be a completely automated AI assistant to help you with all those tasks and things. So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that future. Hire, go go book my flights for that trip, knowing all my preferences, but it'd be an AI that goes and does that. That'd be great. Yeah. Knowing that I like the window seat, knowing that I prefer to be in the front of the plane, knowing that I have preferred status on certain airlines yep. so that, you know, all of all of those things. And I, I do not like to travel first thing in the morning, even though you're less likely to get delayed, but I'm, yeah. you know, Little things. Yeah. It knows my travel preferences and books yeah. it for me. Oh, and by the way, yes, make sure she gets the top as travel, the little snack box too. <laughs> well, Sherry, really appreciate you joining. I know that we're we're kind of quick. We got to both jump into this other meeting, but really appreciate you joining me and talking. We'll have to do this again. We'll come back maybe maybe post Vegas with all the announcements that come out. We'll do something and go through and look at it from the next wave of news and get your impressions there. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what they've got coming. And and again, I think the um, co-pilot is going to be very interesting. I'm just curious on the timeline. Yeah. You know, they they tend to announce a lot of pretty shiny things and then it takes a bit to get to market. That's, you're right. Microsoft marketing does sometimes tend to get out ahead of the reality because they like to announce some stuff. But there's a lot of things that are very real that are out there. It's uh, don't be, it's not the 10 years ago, 15 years ago, the marketing was months or even years ahead of the reality. It's not that case. And a lot of it is actually already out there. A lot of this AI capabilities, it's been permeating and they're finally just putting it under a a brand, under a skew. Right. Yeah. Well, just Power BI years ago you could ask in natural language for it to interpret your data and, and present it. And that was a huge win on many of the Microsoft events that I facilitated. And they're like, I can just say, hey, can you show me this by 
group by state by whatever, and it would create the chart for you. And that was massive. And so that's, this is nothing new. Like you said, they're just kind of giving it a name now. Yeah. So. Very exciting, exciting times. Yes. Cool stuff. All right. Well, thanks so much. Hey, we'll see you in Denver. <laughs> Yay. I know in person. Yay. You've been listening to the Collab Talk podcast. New episodes are published on most Fridays, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and most other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.